Fat, 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 we're the fat peeps. What's up, peeps? What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Fat Peeps podcast. We are some fat peeps who are here talking about video games and other digital entertainment and stuff like that. Uh, I am one of your hosts, Joey Biscacci, here with PJ Sullivan. Hello, hello. And John Wilner. Hello, welcome. And yeah, we have a bunch of great topics to talk about today. Of course, the Nintendo Indie World Showcase happened pretty recently, so we have a bunch of cool indie games to talk about and stuff like that. But of course, we like to start the show by talking about um, what we have been playing. So uh, does anybody want to start? I, I guess I will, but I, I have to admit that um, Warzone's kind of taking up a lot of my time right you now. Monster! I did get um, this is going to go into a couple things actually. PSO two open right. beta's out. Mm-hmm. Fucking stoked! So I did download that, of course, or well, I had it pre-installed because of the closed beta. But uh, I did have to get Xbox Live again for that, which I bought it. Oh no! <laughs> Target. Whoa, you shouldn't be going outside. No, I didn't go outside. It was a digital download. I'm I'm I've been inside this whole time. I promise. Um no, so it was digital download and got the three months worth just because I don't know when it's coming out on PC and I do not feel like paying for Xbox Live for a fucking free game. Um but then I went to go sign up and put that in and they had Xbox Ultimate again, which for those of you that don't know, Xbox Ultimate is Xbox Live Gold plus their games library for free. Yeah, Game Pass. Exactly. And so I was like, for a buck again, even though I had already gotten it, why the fuck not? So I did mm-hmm. that. Now, here's the bullshit, though. I tried putting in the three months <clears throat> to preload it. And so... Whenever you have Xbox Ultimate already activated, it tries to convert regular Xbox Live Gold into Ultimate, which three months of Xbox Live Gold only equals one month of Ultimate. Oh, right. So I was not about that, so I'm just going to hold on to it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that makes sense. So with Xbox Live Ultimate, though, I did download Ori uh, and the Will of the Wisp, the new game that just came out. Um, Cool played like 10 seconds of it before the stream it seems (laughs) very interesting it does um i like the art style i can that's i know i say that about a lot of games but it's a very beautiful game um and i played the first one for a while so it was i know i'll like it um and then another cool thing that just came out is team fight tactics and i just put that on my mobile right before this as well (laughs) uh the riot game uh auto chess things so it came out for anyone that registered on the android store so go ahead and grab that if you guys haven't already uh and then it comes out officially tomorrow i think it's open beta for mobile and it will be cross-platform with pc i know you guys don't give a shit about that but i'm just telling everybody (laughs) so that's it i haven't played anything new but i have a bunch of things preloaded to play well John? Oh, what about you, John? Uh, I mean, playing the same thing, Warzone. But I'm going to have to say, I did something new with it. I did <laughs> our, my first stream 
He's at uh, Ouija with me. Yeah, uh, yeah. That that was interesting, and that's that's hard to do playing and streaming. Shout out to our friends in the Czech Republic. Uh, yeah, the, the, I think it was the Czech Republic. We got some people from Ireland, uh-huh. Czech Republic, some uh, other people from the uh, U.S. West. Yeah. yeah, we're just yeah. you know chilling. You know, we're in quarantine because of COVID nineteen. Mm-hmm. Everybody's got time to spend inside. Exactly. Like people play video games. Yes, I decided to you know jump on or the screen. Video games themselves. Exactly. Well, it was fun. Come to it was, it was cool. with us sometime. Yeah. Uh, okay. And what's your screen? Twitch.tv slash cameraman John. Check it out. Cool. Cool. And make sure I'll you be... check out his Twitter posts because they're hilarious. Wait, Twitter posts? What? I don't have a Twitter. Uh, not Twitter. Okay. Sorry, Instagram. Sorry, I'm plugging <laughs> Instagram. the wrong thing. His Instagram <laughs> post about uh, going live was hilarious yesterday. He made it in about well, it's supposed to be a twenty-minute project. It turned into what forty-five an hour. Yeah, I was slowly doing it. It was hilarious though, nonetheless. So keep an eye out on those if he does any more. Otherwise, if he uses the same one, it doesn't matter because it was so good. Oh, thank cool. you, Joey. Yeah. You? Um. So I have been playing Pokemon. Nice. Pokemon Shield. Because uh-huh. I've been trying to get a shiny Rowlet with the hidden ability that you can get on it. Because I just... I was, like, trying to figure out... I haven't done the Elite... Or not the Elite Four, but there's, like, a tournament arc at the end of the game that's kind of the Elite Four equivalent. <laughs> I haven't done that yet uh, because I was kind of, like... I wanted to really figure out my team before I went into it. Mm-hmm. And I was doing some wonder trades and I just happened to get a Rallet with the hidden ability from somebody, which if you don't know, Rallet is a, the grass uh, gen seven starter from sun and moon. So it means that like somebody oh, transferred the owl, like you can't oh, get it in this game. Normally. I love that dude. They're the round right. one, right? Oh man. I love yeah. A little round one. I love his final uh, evolution. The archer. Right. So, so I was like, oh, boom, this dude fits into my team perfectly right now. This is going to be my guy. But I was like, oh, but his shiny is so good. I want the shiny one. I got to look so this I went up. Through, I went through the hassle of uh, getting a, ditto, a Japanese ditto or like a foreign ditto in general, which if you don't know, it's actually pretty easy. There's a, a specific like trade code that most people know. Um, I don't know off the top of my head, but you can look it up really easily. And that's kind of like the universal ditto trade code. Um, and yeah, it didn't take me very long to get a, uh, a, a foreign uh, ditto. Um, so I've got that breeding with the Rowlet. And uh, yeah, you know, it takes a long time. The rate is like like 1 in 700 or something like that. Right. Oh, wow. Uh, which is a lot wild. better than like the base rate, right? Um, the base rate's like one in 4,000 something. Well, uh, uh, I see you'll be doing that for the next few weeks. So, okay. So here, so there's a story here. So I'm doing it, right? I'm like 600 deep or whatever. And I get one, but it doesn't have the hidden ability. That's essentially like, trash. Ah, kind of. Like, I'm like, it's like getting, like, I'm not going to make a person. But yeah, it's, oh, yeah, it's not like trash. But it's not trash, but it's not 
perfect, right? It doesn't. It's not appealing to my min maxing. So it has to mindset. I get you. It's adorable, though. I know. So I'm like, all right, I'm gonna keep going. Because I'm like, yeah, that okay. didn't really take that long. That was really that hard. I'm going to keep going. I'm going to try to get another one. So wait, before you keep going. Ten minutes later, ten minutes later, I get another one. No way. Doesn't have the hidden ability. <laughs> wait, wait. So the two of the two stats together, having a shiny that has the hidden ability, what's the outcome of that? Is that one? Well, okay. Two? So the hidden ability, I want to say... It's like a sixty percent chance of it getting the hidden ability or something. That's actually like that. really high for you to get. Yeah. It's actually pretty good. It. Yeah, I know. Wow, Game Freak so, does not like you. <laughs> yeah, so I'm 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 trucking along. I'm still going. Um, um, I I haven't really been keeping track. I just recently cleared out my uh, Pokemon storage, all my boxes of all the routes I had. I'm thinking I'm somewhere in like the 900 range. Jesus Christ! Wait, what uh, the what? Can you get still, paid for this, please? Which still, I, I wish there are definitely people on Twitch who get paid for doing exactly this. Jeez. Um, but yeah, which honestly, like two shinies in 900 hatches, pretty good. Yeah, that's not bad. I, I'll, um, get, I'll give you that because I remember we used to do the same thing with uh, uh, Nintoad or whatever, Ninja Toad. No, uh, yeah, Ninja the Froakie. Froakie, <laughs> thank you. Sorry. You mean Greninja? Greninja. Yeah. Greninja. Yeah, yes. Greninja, yeah. Um, I remember you did it with that and that the odds on that one were that, that Yeah, the odds were... Uh, I had a foreign... No, I didn't. No, no those that was a full odd one. Yeah. So that was definitely that was that was like one in four thousand. I never got Dang. that one. Man, I never got that deep into. I got like twelve hundred Froakies deep. <laughs> oh my god, that's insane. Um, yeah. So for those of you that don't know, uh, the shiny rally actually is really cool. It's a very teal looking color, and then the final yeah, like evolution actually has black wings instead of the brown. Yeah. So very uh, cool. I will agree with you on that. Yeah. Um, segueing from Pokemon to Pokemon, Pokemon Go, we were talking about before the stream. Right. It's kind of <laughs> interesting spot right now with the coronavirus and quarantine. Yeah, they like totally canceled all the events that they were planning on running. So like uh, to kind of explain it, a lot of the time for Pokemon Go, they'll run like weekend or week long events where uh specific pokemon will be spawning or there's increased spawns or um a, like uh increased or there's specific raids happening for specific pokemon stuff like that um and they kind of just canceled all of them for the month of march um kind of like social distance for the like yeah foreseeable future and they they kind of made an attempt to uh, facilitate players playing at home by increasing spawn like pokemon spawns in rural areas across the board yeah i still get um, fucked in my spot though i was on for about 10 yeah. minutes just letting just to see if that was true i live in the middle of but fuck nowhere for anyone that wants to <laughs> yeah you do um and woods. not even just that i live off of someone else's property which is even further in the middle of but fuck nowhere mm in a little tiny like 
homemade built house. So I was just like, for shits and giggles, let's see how much they spawn they boosted the spawn. Let's just say they'd have to boost it by another five hundred percent for me to even see one. Yeah, because you're not seeing anything. Nothing. It it yeah. definitely is boosted because I I I went on a run today at the park and it they were popping like crazy. Uh, yeah. Even my house they they pop up like crazy too. But yeah, so that's boosted. the weird thing is they increased it across the board. So it kind of incentivizes players to go out because there'll be like a lot more around the pokey stops. Yeah. I mean, and granted, like granted it's not, again, it'll be kind of just the generic Pokemon that you catch a lot of the time. Right. Um, oh, that's special. A lot of the time aren't that special. Yeah. Uh, depending on the weather, of oh, course. Oh, but it increases right? the chances of dittos. Uh, that's cool, I guess. Um, <laughs> ditto. Uh, yeah, I, I need it's another ditto for game. something. I don't play enough. Oh, so yeah, it's good for me. Yeah, yeah. I don't live anywhere near Parker. I think, yeah, most of the lives. I mean, the the vent stuff is like to keep people like away from each other because you can still go yeah. on, you know to the park and stuff and play alone and stuff. So that's yeah. that's fine. I like it, the it, the it sucks the, um, because I was yeah. so excited for like Abron. Oh yeah, I was so stoked for that. All the gen effect event. It's a bummer. All they had to do is just like whenever you logged in, just say make sure you're not in a group of less more than ten people, like they do with the. Yeah. Uh, no one's the gonna. Thing. <laughs> no one's gonna. Well, do yeah, exactly. No one thing. does it with the driving in the car thing either. Everyone presses you. Yeah, yeah. I'm a passenger. Just like, then at that point, at least you've done. Don't your mind me. Yeah, and then you know you'd see a bunch of people sitting at a fucking gym together, and they're like, "No, no, we have nine. You need to keep walking, buddy." I'd love to see that, but anywho's. So that's the state of the game right now. It's interesting to see how. They also, wait, I didn't finish. They also gave out uh, like thirty incense for one pokey coin, which I thought that was which, interesting. Uh, yeah, that, which that definitely you can use to just sit there and attract Pokemon to your location. So you like guaranteed that Pokemon earlier, though. I did tell you that. I definitely told you. No, that you earlier. told me that they gave you it. They didn't say. You didn't say it was for one coin. So now I have to go to the store and buy it. Yeah. Yeah. They they essentially give it to you because it's only one coin. True. I don't know if I have any coins left over, but I should. But so yeah, go get your thirty incense for essentially free. Yeah. I'm going to be honest. I'm saving mine. Yeah, same here. I'm, I'm like, I'm just going to take a pokey break. And whenever this coronavirus thing, you know, you know finishes why, up. Why, why do you tell don't me? Have, I'm going to go grab it right now. Uh, also, yeah, you don't, you don't. use amount of incense for like community <laughs> days and stuff like that. Yeah, I never use them. I always forget. I do too. But you, uh, also, the battles. The battles, you don't have to do the walking portion of it before you start. Oh, right. Right. Which is That's also neat. nice. Yeah. yeah. So we can walk through with everybody else. You go to the shop, correct? Yeah, you mm -hmm. go to the shop. This is a tutorial right now. Yeah. So let's follow along. This isn't helping me. This is helping you guys. <laughs> Should we move on to the next subject? Uh, no, it doesn't help that I'm still bad at finding stuff. Where in the shop is it? Uh, uh, it should be like near the top ish or something. Hold on. Technical deal, please. Anyway, let's move on to the next topic while you do that. Guess I'm not going to um, There are rumors that GTA 6 is going to be set in uh, mostly in the 
a fictional setting of Vice City uh, with a little bit some some things taking place in like a uh, Chicago area and potentially a uh, South America area. Um, so, uh, but it's based off the track layout of the recent uh like update that they did to the multiplayer to gta online uh what do you guys think about the validity of this uh i'm looking at the map you really have to like look at it kind of a stretch yeah yeah it's it's a big stretch this is like haunting the person that killed kennedy level right here (laughs) yeah like it it kind of seems there's some other i saw some other things to kind of bag it up i guess rockstar has been uh posting some new uh like key art uh for the studio like studio key art of the rockstar logo and stuff like that um so and and it kind of has like an 80s vibe um and there's also a little bit there in the sense that uh, I think I remember there was an interview a while back with uh, I want to say Dan Hauser about uh, like new GTA and GTA going forward and stuff like that. And uh, he kind of said, like he mentioned that the world's so crazy today that it's like, what would a GTA be now like what would a current day gta be like so i kind of feel like it makes more sense for them to go back and do another game set in the 80s yeah that'd be interesting to kind of reboot it like call of duty did right um and that way they kind of can get away from like current events and go back and like satirize or go full future again or sure, go full future. Right. But I wasn't that the, I the premise of uh, what was the other game that was similar to GTA? Um, I have no idea what you're talking about. Just open world in general, or it, uh, what do you mean? It was the same th- premise. I think it was like gangs and stuff like. Oh, that. Crackdown. No, that was Police Force. Um, oh, crackdown is fantastic. <laughs> it was an interesting game. It was different. I wouldn't say it was fantastic, but I love uh, some I people love did love it. Crackdown one, Crackdown two, and Crackdown three. Bah. Oh yeah, but oh. Crackdown one, yeah, classic. Was good. Was good. Wish I could remember the name of it. It's oh, it was a similar idea to both the games, and it was mafia. That's not future though. <laughs> I remember that uh, it had purple, like the gangsters, and it had purple. Uh, oh, Saints Row, but that's not futuristic. No. But I'm just saying oh, that that that's purple. Thing. Oh. But I, where did they go with it after the first few games? Is it even around anymore? Saints Row. Saints Row? Yeah, they went over like off they the wall. They went crazy. Yeah, Saints yeah. Row. They've like progressively got crazier and crazier. With the fourth game being you, you're like the president of the United States, and you have superpowers. Yeah. <laughs> See, I think there's a fine line. You can't push too far into like stupidity a, or not. It's a different style of game. Yeah. So, I felt like I felt like Saints Row Three was the good like middle point there. Yeah. Like not too crazy, but 
crazy yeah, enough. But still kind of like, it had a lighter, yeah, it's, it's wacky. kind of funnier, wackier tone than GTA. Like, uh, what was the Dr. Genki or whatever with the... Yeah. yeah it's less, less of like um, a... It's like less about like satirizing less the world and more and about just being like more, wacky, more, like gangster. Hanging yeah, out with the wacky, wacky gangster stuff. Right. You can slap someone with a giant dildo. Which I don't. I actually don't know what the situation with the Saints Row franchise is right now. I mean, when when was four because released? It, uh, a while ago, and it would have been. It was owned by um, THQ, right? Twenty thirteen. It was released. In so Holy shit. it must have gone somewhere else after the after THQ went under. I would assume. Yeah. I, that, maybe that's it got where it's at. maybe it got picked up by THQ Nordic, which is possible since they definitely went around and scooped up all of THQ's old franchises. I mean, seven years of a non-release. It's either going to get rebooted or it's dead in the water at this point. Yeah. So. So. But, I don't know. Yeah. You know, speculation. Kind of we don't know. GTA Six. I mean, obviously, we'll probably get a game out of it, but yeah. I, well, so that's the thing. Do you think that they'll ever do a, another single-player GTA, or will it just be GTA Online forever? That's what I'm scared of. Because because have you, like, have you played GTA GTA Four uh, Online? No, I never played GTA 4 online. I do not like it. It is so chaotic and just... I you mean GTA I just 5 want... online? Five. Oh, sorry, yeah, GTA 5 online. Yeah, yeah no, I definitely I played GTA did. 5 online. Yeah. I played a lot of GTA 5 It was online. interesting, but I got old pretty yeah, quickly. I yeah, like exactly. It. It's, and somehow... And it's still alive. Like, Some people are Yeah, really the people it. who play it are, like, really into it. Yeah. Right. And they make, like, dumb amounts of money off like shark cards and stuff. Exactly, like yeah. So it's like... So there's definitely like, just... audience out there and mm-hmm. like if Rockstar is just sitting there raking in the cash off of it, then like why would they ever invest in doing anything other than GTA Online? Yeah, that's my fear. Possibly to <laughs> Which... make, like spark something new that's bigger. So that's the thing. Um... I feel like it's GTA Online. Well, so that's the thing: is do we ever get another uh, Grand Theft Auto sing, like a single player Grand Theft Auto? Mm-hmm. Maybe, Maybe, right? Because I feel like I feel like they would be more likely to do a Grand Theft Auto than um, than like uh some other game franchise have they right? done any graphic overhauls on gta online mm, not since they put out the like pc and xbox one ps4 version back in what would that be 2013 or 2014 whatever that was oh wow it was that long ago I knew yeah, I was still in ago. college, but I couldn't remember like how they, far back. They might have put out like a 4K update. I think that was for like the PC HDR release. Or update was, at some oh, point. Oh, yeah, yeah. It makes sense. It, that's the problem. I think it's going to start aging, and that's where it's going to kill people. But then again, we still play, we still have people playing EverQuest and stuff. So Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I mean... They I, seem to... They're constantly adding like big updates to GTA Five online. 
Yeah. Uh, maybe they'll just segment in it. Maybe it will be GTA Online and then GTA 6 will come out and that will have like individual game modes where you can just shoot each other and then it will so, have a solo mode. I actually always thought that it would have been a smart idea to make uh, GTA 6 set in like current day, but either Vice City or Liberty City right so you and that way you get back. a single player campaign in that setting mm-hmm. but yeah. you can also then just add that map into gta online mm. yeah and then you can use the airport to fly between the maps maybe maybe not right now with the <laughs> coronavirus around but <laughs> so yeah that so that poses an interesting thought maybe all games four do either callbacks or make a new portion of the map to unlock for G, gta online um that yeah, way you can continue right. expanding on that universe so in that way it kind of would make sense for them not to go back and do a game set in the 80s it would make sense for them to do something more current I mean, unless if they open a portal where you can go backwards to the 80s and... Okay, I don't think... Yeah, I don't... Then we're crossing into some Saints Row 4 shit. Yeah, it's Saints Row. Um, So... But I don't know. Interesting. Yeah, we'll see how things pan out with that. I'm intrigued. I'm not a GTA fan, but I've played a uh, a majority (laughs) of them. My guess is Vice City is the next city. That'd be cool. I guess, yeah. I mean, it's a pattern. They've done everything, remade everything except Vice City, so... Makes sense. Um, speaking of game, older games that uh, might be getting a little bit more love soon, Silent Hill reboot. Um, still kind yeah. of up in the air if it's going to happen or not, but there's some talk about it with Kojima and uh, Sony, and Sony being yeah. kind of like the mediator with the whole situation. Yeah, it looks kind of interesting there. Um, obviously, like there was a bunch of that there was all that fallout that happened um, back with like Kojima and Konami uh, and like he, he was working on cause like PT was definitely going like kind of the teaser for silent Hills. Um, so yeah, I don't know. I think it makes a lot of sense. I think a lot of people are like very eager for that franchise to come back. I think that the success of resident evil has kind of like sparked a little bit of that like oh wait like people like survival horror games which might have gotten the ball rolling on um or maybe have loosened konami up to being like okay yeah maybe um maybe this is uh something that people want and i i also have been reading i think i think i saw this somewhere but uh kojima and konami have kind of like like made up made up yeah hot yeah Uh, yeah. so you know if that's the case we could potentially see they've metaphorically uh, gotten back into bed with each other right sony bankrolling it right oh, publishing they're, they're it. in the middle um with and then you know because obviously they really just need the license from konami right um and then kojima can make it the question is <laughs> will the protagonist be norman reedus Ooh, 
I mean, because he he was very clearly teased to be the protagonist of Silent Hills when through the like the ending of PT. So, wasn't uh, the director Del Toro involved in that the the PT too? Uh, I think he was. Yeah. Yeah, is he coming back? Because that's the only reason why I was I interested in this. That's a good question. Or the, the PT. The other thing yeah. that I'm interested to in know is, so it was Resident Evil that had a VR game, right? Correct. Yeah, Resident Evil 7 is VR. Okay, so and then they're talking about the possibility of a Silent Hill VR, which I think would fucking creep people that out. That would be awesome. Yeah. Um, Because Resident Evil, I think, did a good job. I saw a little bit of it. I'm not a big horror game film, but a uh, fan sorry uh but i think silent hill would probably do it even more because there's something about like yeah. resident evil is a very actiony like run and gun type of game i was gonna say resident evil definitely falls more on the like action end of the spectrum and than silent, uh, silent hill, hill like does. the goosebumps make your skin crawl type of game yeah oh wait a minute i think i played uh vr silent hill and i'm um uh resident evil it's I mean, the one with the cabin no. i think right uh, it's the one where you're in like Louisiana. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, I saw have. a little I played, bit. Like, a I saw portion of it. That game rooms played it. I played yeah, you're on cut off. Okay. Yeah. 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 Oh, it was, yeah. It was yeah. cool. So that would be yeah. cool. I'm I'm glad to see some of these game. Even though I'm not a horror game fan, I'm glad to see some of these older games that had. Oh, I know. And movies too. This guy every Halloween trying to make me watch a freaky movie. I'll be up for weeks on end. Oh. Yeah, I'll be honest. I really don't like horror movies or uh, horror games. Like being scared is not a well, feeling that I want to have generally. Yeah. Well, most games do it poorly. Like they do jump scares. That's not that's not true horror. Um, but horror stuff makes me giggle and it's fun. So true horror it, is going it, up against appetite. the boss for the first time in a Souls game. Oh no. Um, yeah, it's an appetite that some people have. I'm not of that group, but I'm just happy to see that finally these types of games are getting love again and that they're starting to bring back these, you know, what were huge in our time uh, games that, you know, I, I think the industry is kind of getting muddied with a lot of the same genre, the same ideas. And so bringing back the same ideas, but doing them better and like showing the industry once again like where it should be at is kind of a cool idea to like get everything kickstarted again i think that's uh something that a lot of artists go to um going on a quick tangent whenever you get like stale in your art you kind of look towards other people's stuff and the the greats for ideas and finally i think the game industry is at a point that they've been around long enough where they can do that uh yeah so, True. but moving on from that, um, another More, uh, Sony stuff. Oh, you want to talk about the uh, Sony stuff? Go for it. Well, no, I was gonna say Horizon Zero Dawn coming to PC. Oh, yeah, yeah, uh, sorry. Um, I so know that was officially confirmed. You didn't play uh, it, nice. Joey, but did you, John? No, I if it's yeah, no PlayStation, remember? Oh, that's right. I don't know if you borrowed someone's or something nah. like that. I played um some of it. I'd say like maybe a quarter of the game. It's a rather interesting game. Uh, 
I thoroughly enjoyed it. Everything about it. Fantastic graphics, great sound. It gets you very enticed. Uh, like I was telling Joey earlier, it definitely feels like a Tomb Raider-esque game, but it, it really looked like it, yeah. The um, enemies are more technologically advanced because obviously they're not just animals or humans. They're creatures that are made of technology bits, and oh. you're more primitive than Lara Croft. You have... Uh, it's interesting though now that I think about it because I haven't played in a couple of years the technology that you do have yes you're using a bow and arrow and all these traps and stuff like that but there's also tech traps and tech books. yeah so it is really yeah, cool yeah. how they incorporated I mean, that that makes sense because you're hunting like what robot animals so it makes sense robot to have dinosaurs. robots yeah robot dinosaurs. <laughs> it makes sense to have like yeah tech tools to put your tech uh, prey i guess yeah and the thing that i remember when i played it makes me really want to go back and play it some more is the feeling that it gives you they did a fantastic job at making you feel like you are prey consistently mm -hmm. no matter if you're fighting something tiny and you've gotten used to fighting it or a giant thing and they make the cutscenes feel like you are fighting something that's going to kill you uh so they did a really good job not only with storytelling but gameplay and um, everything in between. I don't remember what score it got. I knew it was well over an eight, though, back when it came out on PlayStation. And I still yeah, it definitely got good reviews that, that it uh, yeah. deserved it. But check that out when it comes out, guys. I highly recommend. Yeah, it. oh yeah, yeah, definitely something I was looking at. So cool. That's coming out on PC for everybody on PC wanting to try out Horizon Zero Dawn. Um, so that's just one of the Sony uh, originally PS4 exclusives coming out on PC, uh, the other one being Death Stranding. Um, now, in the same interview that they kind of confirmed the Horizon Zero Dawn uh, PC stuff, they mentioned that like not all the PS4 exclusives or Sony you know, PlayStation exclusives are going to be coming out on PC. Um, how do you guys feel about that? Do you think they should, or do you think it's kind of smart of them to just like have some of them on PC to kind of entice PC players to maybe buy a PlayStation to experience the other? It's, uh, it's an interesting concept. I mean, Death Stranding, how long has that been out though? Like, this is where I'm wondering. There's... It's a while. Death Stranding's been out since like November or something like that. Okay. And Horizon Zero Dawn has been out for at least two oh, yeah, years. Yeah, forever. Um, yeah. So maybe, yeah, releasing games that have already made them the money and seeing it will entice people, that works. I mean, why not? And then it yeah. also gives the fans the and ability to have the game eventually. Like, I was going to say, let's say, so they put out Horizon Zero Dawn right now on PC, and then E3 PS5 reveal next Horizon game only on PlayStation. Yeah. So oh, people that have the first one. And move. Then, I mean, but I see it happening. I can see oh, that. Yeah, it's definitely, thoroughly. it's a business move. Yeah, yeah. but I'm, I'm always, you know, a consumer first it does but in the grand scheme yeah, oh, that, why does it make place. sony if they do release it for everything i mean are they the public the producers and publishers of the game or is it a different studio altogether i, I have not no they that. produce publish it's a from one of their first party studios so then it doesn't hurt them 
as bad. Yeah, it doesn't get the console sales, but they still make money off of it. So yeah, I mean, and you get the fan base too. So if Sony goes under, think- not under, but like if they stop making the PlayStation, the PlayStation becomes obsolete, and they focus on their games rather than their consoles, then I can see it being good for them. But I know yeah, that's like super so. highly unlikely considering how much of a lead the PS4 has this generation and how it's much uh, momentum the PS5 has going into uh, uh, next generation. Right. I mean, I was uh, talking to some coworkers today and like the N64 got destroyed by the pl- original PlayStation. So it's oh, not, yeah, it's not highly improbable that like it will happen again and again. Maybe not. I don't know. Maybe not next gen. We'll see. Cause I was looking, yeah. let's just jump. Um, well, we definitely had that flip flop through the generations where like the PS2 was the biggest in that generation. Then the Xbox 360 was, well, yeah, that's kind of where the break happened where Nintendo was like, Oh, we're going to go off and do our own thing. <laughs> Nintendo is always crazy. Brother, even though they're this founders, yeah. it's always made me laugh. But, about that. but like between like the big boy consoles, if we will, the Xbox and the PlayStation, it's definitely like flip flopped uh, each like generation cycle. Um, so like, and I actually, I really think that Microsoft has a lot of momentum going into this generation cycle with how they've been like showing off the Xbox Series X already. So, yeah, we can, uh, we can jump into that if we want uh, about like, the terms reveals of, today. Yeah. So uh, there was like an hour long uh, presentation that Mark Cerny gave. Uh, it would have originally been a like GDC talk. But of course, GDC is not happening because of uh, coronavirus concerns. So, um, so yeah, they streamed it online. Um, honestly, like if you want to go watch it, it's pretty like kind of boring. Um, it's really technical. And uh, no, why don't you tell them exactly what you told me before the stream that you would do with the uh, press conference? <laughs> Oh, it's, it's it sounded like a type of thing that you would want to put on when you're trying to go to sleep, oh, because it's just like Mark Cerny's like nice silky smooth voice in the background talking about like he's giving a lot more compliments than he did and initially. Like, I'll tell you that SSD like gigabyte transfer speeds and stuff like that it was a very nerdy conversation for what yeah. it sounds like and unless if uh, you're very into that kind of stuff it doesn't sound like you'd be hanging out for very long we'll just give you kind of like the few specs it sounds like the xbox and playstation 5 are kind of specced similarly they have probably i would say mid-range almost a lot of the parts are identical like they have the same they, they're the exact um, same it's just the clock speeds are slightly different yeah um, you think that's why uh sony is releasing you know their games the on ssd other space. yeah now do you think that's why sony's releasing their games on like pc and stuff like that because the further we get into these new new generations the closer the specs are it's like there's no right. real difference i'm looking at and True. what's why are you buying one console over the other it's like is it for like, fandom well it's for anything i think honestly so it comes down to two things it comes down to uh basically which console has the exclusives you want to play right and, and that seems like console are your friends on. right exactly yeah but then there's right. cross play too 
right so right it's like so it, that's definitely like not has been yeah. it's been kind of that's one thing that's kind of been brought down and now it is definitely a like what it matters is exclusives type of thing um well see john you just upgraded your computer so you tell me this shit because i don't know all the parts very well but the amd zen 2 cpu at a 3.5 gigahertz is that decent i don't know uh oh i'm not i'm not no i'm not uh because um, to me, with, it's with processors and stuff. like a mid-tier computer. Yeah, I don't know. I've seen people say in like comments that both of them look pretty beefy. Yeah, they're, they're both pretty beefy. I mean, they're better than my computer. Sense. That's all I can yeah. comment on it. Um, and um, the speeds look good. The The 16 gigs of RAM is fucking ridiculous to me on a console. I can't imagine that. Uh, right. The one thing that I was telling Joey as well, though, that kind of ticks me off is that they kind of skimped on the ssd space 825 for the ps5 and xbox at least put a terabyte but i feel like two terabytes should be standard at this point yeah and who knows maybe they'll have like an elite model of both of them that has increased possibly uh, ssd space like um, xbox has uh, expandable drives right yeah yeah what about the playstation I, I would assume uh, so because I feel like PlayStation yeah. is usually the one that's more on top of yeah. that. The PlayStation 4 uh, is very easy to put in a new hard drive or a SSD. So, yeah, I've seen people actually like them custom stuff on. Yeah, so I would assume that the PS5 will be easy to swap SSDs on. Yeah, okay. I feel like, really? like I don't know. Because, in the future. Yeah, oh, sorry, go for it. Well, I was gonna say in the like talk, Mark Cerny talked a lot about like designing games for the SSD. So, if like the games are designed around how the SSD functions, will you be able to just drop in whatever SSD you want? Yeah, that oh, is a concern. I forgot what console it was a while back that had that same issue, um, where so, things were just want, weren't optimized properly, but you had the ability to customize. Yeah. So who knows? I want to see um, one of the Xboxes. We'll, we'll see more okay. during um, their. Well, E three is not happening, but like a presentation that will probably happen in the summertime around E three. Well, we'll get oh. to finally see the dimensions on the PlayStation Five because Xbox <laughs> X or the Series X has already been kind of shown. It looks like a, a mini uh, CPU. Yeah. Uh, which I mean, it is. So, it, yeah, it, pretty much it's living up to what it is. Uh, but yeah, we'll we'll see with the PlayStation. I wonder. It almost makes me wonder if they don't have the design lockdown or if they're just waiting until they have like their big ps5 reveal event it's just gonna be leaked like every other like i feel yeah. like a bunch of shit's yeah. getting leaked right now like the dev kit model was yeah that one so i mean is. it's possible they might even throw out fake ones because i i know that happens yeah. once in a while who knows but um yeah i guess we'll probably see more in the summertime i'm, I'm guessing that's probably when sony will have some kind of like probably like early may late may i'm guessing sony will have some kind of like big ps5 live stream where they show the console and like an show off a bunch of new games that are going to come out for it and stuff like that uh, so so talking from new to old 
uh, are not necessarily old, but I already talked about the growth of uh, COD Warzone. We'll try to make this one quick because we've already touched on Warzone so often. Uh, but I saw an article and I wanted to tell John about it. Uh, it looks like COD Warzone within the first three days had uh, 15 million people playing, which yeah. is pretty impressive because Apex, when it came out, uh, based off of what this article from PC Gaming is talking about, um, sorry, PC Gamer, uh, is am I in the wrong one? Sorry, Bro-bro. misquoted no, three no. times. Games Radar. Sorry, they were saying that Apex had within the first 72 hours 10 million. So based off of those okay. estimates in the first month having 10, uh, 50 million people, uh, do we think that COD Warzone is going to have 75? Because that, that would be in comparison to the 10, 15 million within the first three days. Right. Do you think that's going to grow, keep growing like that? My guess is to say, yeah, probably. Um, So just the other day, they added solo queue. Mm -hmm. So I think that's a big one. John, you already played it, right? Yeah, I played it. Uh, If you like solos, I don't like it. I find it boring by myself. Yeah, some people aren't into solos, but I've definitely seen people online. Is this still 150 people or did they cut it? No, I think no, it's still, yeah. That's a little too much. But I mean, I guess I, it's I, that I big read, of a map. Yeah. yeah, but I read they're trying to get 200. Yeah, still I think way. they're still working towards 200. If they do 200, then they just need to add four people mode. Like, it needs to be a four squad. I think they, sh- I think they should add squad to six. Yeah, I'm fine they're, they're talking about that too. I'm fine so. with either or. Or squad to five at least. Do both. Do cool. four and six. Why Oops. not? Yeah. Well, no, because you always run into the issue like uh, queue times. You don't want to divide oh. player base up to into too many different queues. I guess. Uh, yeah. Then I think four is a perfect number. But like with that being said, right? So it's like they have 15 million players. Uh, I'm expecting that to go up. I think they probably will hit 75. Like probably it's pretty easy. Play. It's Call of Duty. I'd say it's a thousand. It's the, the first free to play Call of Duty. Like, well, it's not the first. Like, you can get Call of Duty Mobile. No, it, I know, but I mean, the it. first major non-mobile that's right, not five sure. years old that's free from Call of Duty, and that's not like locked so, to like China or something like that. Exactly, like Call of Duty Online is. So I feel like, yeah, it's going to get some traction. I'd say at least 75, if not more. But let's see. I hope that they just take the three mode out and boost it to five. But I feel like a lot of people like three being that magic number. I think think five, three, four, four. Five, three, four. one. I'm fine with five, though. I don't care if we have a rando. There's the four of yeah. us, or we can even find another person. I can probably sure. pick somebody up. I have a lot of people who play oh, the nice. game. Sorry. Yeah. Way, off, yeah. way off topic. But yeah. yes, so let's let's see what ends up happening. Hopefully they do also, have more to it. Let's see how long it lasts, because I'm curious to see how they make it last, what, like after five months? Well, it's already yeah. shaking Oops. up yeah. all the big uh, battle arenas right now. Yeah. So, yeah, I, but Apex and Fortnite, they have big updates like every season or yeah. in So, I'm yeah. curious to see what they do. Dedicate right. that team to. So, it. like, mm-hmm. yeah, what what's like what season two of yeah. the Warzone mode look like? 
Or like, I'm thinking, like, one thing, the the stadium in the middle of the map. Oh, right? yeah, open that up. It doesn't open, right? So yeah. I can totally see an event where they open that up, maybe put, like, a, make it uh, have, like, one of the retractable dome roofs so it's got yeah. a big opening in the top so you can jump down into it. Oh, one God. thing they have is um, <laughs> bunkers. There are bunkers with, with keypads you can interact with that don't do Oh, right. So yeah. they might do something with that. We'll see. They have a lot yeah. of options. That's the good news about whatever they did. Plus, the, if you notice, the outside of the map is kind of funky. I feel like it could extend out. It can extend, yeah. yeah. So I also, honestly, like, one of my main gripes about the Battle Royale mode is the loadouts. Loadout is a bit OP. Yeah. Yeah. And I I just don't like how every single team, like by the yeah. mid game, has a sniper rifle and like a really good assault rifle or light machine gun. So maybe yeah. the the extended squad game mode could take out loadouts. That would give yeah, it. Yeah. Like, yeah. I really, or just in general, I wish they would add like a no loadout. Because, like, I understand people liking the uh, kind of, like, set nature of having loadouts, being able to get exactly the, but like, weapons that, that you game. want. But, yeah, exactly. I think I think it kind of ruins the charm of a battle royale because I think a lot, a lot about what makes a battle royale kind of neat and interesting is the fact that you have to work with what you find and improvise. Right. Yeah, and, and unless you, know, you have all the money in the world, it, which happens so sometimes, you're always going for the loadout, even though you could go for kill streak. It eliminates yeah. all your other choices. Well, also, it's so easy to get money it. as a squad because in solos, it was I, I didn't come like I didn't come across anyone that had like their custom loadouts. It was a lot harder. Yeah. So maybe if they bump the price of a loadout, or just have one person yeah, be able to buy it. Yeah, a lot of people it. were saying like bump the price of loadouts and make so like I've seen a lot of like make the six thousand dollar loadout a single loadout for one person yeah. and have like a fourteen thousand dollar one that is for the entire squad. Right, that would make more sense because the most I've seen us accumulate in one setting is about fifteen thousand, and that was just pure luck and and yeah. being in the game for a long time. So, you know, by the thirty-ish minute mark of playing, or by the time that there's less than twenty squads left, that or fifteen squads even, that makes sense to be able to have that kind of stuff because then you want to speed up the game. You want people to start dying off. Yeah, yeah, you want action to happen. Right. I still though like I like the idea <laughs> of having random stuff at the end of the game. To, right. Or take the loadouts out completely from being able to be bought and just they drop, and then it makes the drops more. True. Oh yeah, hot spots. Yeah, yeah. and Makes reduce it to only one loadout per drop or something like that. So it's not the entire squad getting like a perfect loadout. It's just one player getting well, a perfect even loadout. If they take it out slow. The the ability to buy it and they leave it so it is three people. That, yeah, that's what Fortnite kind of does. That's but still it's like powerful in some way or late, another. Late drops. I mean, I would at least start with that. Um, because, like I said, then your whole focus and all of your money is being pulled into just buying that, and it it gets a hold. Yeah, you don't you don't have any money to spend and, and on like feels buying people back into too. the match or getting UAVs. Right, you and know? it feels bittersweet when you pick up a gold gun or something like that, and then you're like, oh, but there's my loadout. Yeah, yeah, that that's the thing too about it. I really kind of re- 
ruins the excitement of finding like anything rare out of the boxes because you know you're just going to ditch it for your thermal sniper rifle and your ar with the 60 round mag yeah right um yeah i don't know it's interesting but i would really really like them to see or i would really like to see them put uh, a no loadout option yeah maybe even make it like a realism option so no loadouts and it's realism mode with like the increased headshot damage yeah that'd be cool um, i mean i'd be willing to try a lot no of HUD. different game modes with that because i feel like they did a good job nighttime at least with night vision different. no no oh that'd be, <laughs> that'd be cool i guess yeah. cool um anyhow so moving on from cod uh seinfeld game this one's kind of yeah uh, so uh did i do that this theme song right nailed it dreams is a game on the playstation 4 that came out fairly recently kind of under the radar has been in beta for a really long time for like people to play and make like levels in so that the game would be populated with stuff on release but it's now like kind of officially out um and yeah people have been making all sorts of uh different if you don't know dreams is basically a game that allows you to make other games inside of it um and then share those games with other people who can play them. It's made by the same same team that did uh, Little Big Planet, right? Ooh, yeah. similar in concept, right? Little Big Planet, different levels, and uh, you could, you know, a lot of the levels in Little Big Planet were super creative. So Dreams is kind of just like an extension of that concept out into like full games. Um, but specifically here we have like a Seinfeld horror game. Yeah. Yeah. I watched the whole video. Well, yeah. I it thought was, it was cool. relatively interesting. And then the one thing I didn't understand, cause I'm watching, I'm actually watching Seinfeld. That's what caught my attention for this article. Um, I'm on season like seven. What are the little troll things chasing him? If anyone knows. Oh, I don't watch oh, Seinfeld. I, I never watched it. Yeah. I only watched Seinfeld like every yeah, once in a while. It has a laugh. Okay. That's a laugh track, so I can't, I can't stand that. Well, if I find out, I'll let you guys know. Yeah, because sure I was curious. He, like some of our listeners will probably know and be think that's hilarious. But yeah, check it out. The Seinfeld horror game. Find yeah. out Google uh, videos of it constantly. Yeah. yeah, and check out Dreams if you have a PS4. Definitely, um, because it it's like a super neat, super creative game that um even if like you're not a creative person like you don't think you're ever going to want to make a game inside of it you can still just like play other people's creations pretty easily right um because they kind of have you know like uh search functions and and kind of like curation to to bring you stuff that you might like or things that are hot um so yeah the only and and it's kind of gone under the radar i don't think a lot of people like know about it and know that it's out the only gripe that i have with the seinfeld game is the whole game play playthrough because you you do run into jerry at one point and you're playing as his nephew i believe um he does not once say what's up with that and it makes me very upset Mm -hmm. (laughs) <laughs> is that your review <laughs> yes so it's a four out of five and barring the what's up with that giving it yeah. the five so okay anyhow moving on cool um 
let's actually let's skip this one because I feel like John didn't look at this next one. Oh, how dare you just assume it? Did you look at the COVID nineteen research being uh, using your NVIDIA computing power? We could just touch on that for a second. Um, so back when um, PlayStation three was out there was some programs that were released that allowed you to use the excess computing power of your graphics card to help with research. But NVIDIA recently put out, uh, I think it was NVIDIA. They're at least promoting it a game or a, an app called folding at home. And so what it does is it takes that extra computing power from your graphics card, puts it towards research for COVID and other diseases and starts crunching numbers for scientists and stuff like that. Uh, because obviously like they don't have infinite computing power, but pulling all those resources together helps them out, gets those numbers to them faster, uh, gets things done. And on top of that, once like if you need to use your computer for whatever reason, you got that important gaming session going on, especially now with all of us kind of being at home more often, yeah. it you can just turn the app off and it stops pulling that power and just dedicates it back to your computer. So it's a good way for you to be proactive, but still be at home and chilling. And, you know, you go to make a snack or you're watching a movie or something instead throw the app on and let it do some work. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's cool. Cool. Just, yeah. just got to pay, pay your bills, electricity bills. Right. Kind of like passively help. The yeah, cost, exactly. You know what I mean? Even if it's just a little bit, it's still, I mean, your yeah. computer itself can crunch hundreds of numbers per hour. So imagine everybody's doing that together. You're basically creating a supercomputer as a group. Yeah, I mean, that's pretty much what you're doing. Uh, so... John, this is so, your topic, or did you want uh, something to that, Joey? Oh uh, no, it was just it was just fine. Oh. No, I was gonna jump. I was gonna jump uh, in line here and jump over to the. We you kind of mentioned that gaming usage is on the rise. Yeah. Um, where is it from? So Hollywood Reporter. Yeah, Verizon. Verizon reports. Yeah, that uh, gaming was seventy five percent up since the uh, whole entire COVID lockdowns and everything like that, with uh, streaming and media usage going up by about twelve percent. And it, I thought it was hilarious in there that they had to add that social media has actually stayed flatlined and very yeah. <laughs> social media usage which <laughs> nothing's strange even funnier <laughs> yeah. to me considering that most people aren't going out so i wonder what we're posting more of but yeah the fact that oh, what's day three of lockdown yeah, 2020. that's exactly what they're posting <laughs> or exactly their they're toilet posting. paper fortresses um right so yeah the 75 oh, percent up uh, this is a coronavirus uh, segment. Should we have a, a jingle for this? I feel like we no. That's not appropriate. <laughs> okay, sorry. Because uh, we're just we're just always talking about coronavirus right now. It's it's on it's it's a big topic. It's a hot yeah. topic. Yeah, that's true. Uh, but yeah, so those are the two things that we kind of found as far as like interesting facts that are going on and things that you can do. But seventy five percent is pretty significant to me. I think that's ridiculous considering that like I feel like gaming has blown up in general and granted a lot of those people that are contributing to those statistics are probably people that were gamers already but think about all the people that are sitting at home with gamers that have nothing to do are bored out of their minds and they're being introduced to gaming so i find that to be really cool wives sisters brothers uh fathers grandfathers uncles everything so i feel like it's 
going to be interesting to see coming out of this if more people are more accepting of gaming and find it as more of a um a a nice hobby than something that's destructive and violent uh so we'll see if more acceptance comes out of it but uh before we move on from coronavirus i wanted john to add his little nice segment into it some happiness in all of this Oh yeah, it's just uh, the Japanese students are, are holding graduation ceremony because of of the school cancellation, of course, from the virus on on Minecraft. I thought that was neat. Kind of um, still kind of uh, uh, celebrating their graduation by socially distancing themselves yeah. through video games, and that's that's real neat seeing that. It's very like old school MMO. Yeah, like the picture's awesome. It makes me. It reminds me of like weddings in World of Warcraft and stuff like that. Yeah, and I I think that's cool that like specifically because these were middle schoolers, I believe. Yeah. Oh, elementary school. Thought. Oh, elementary school, even younger. So these kids are like seven, eight, nine years old that are thinking of this idea and a creative way to still be able to be happy and celebrate with each other, uh, in such a dark time and. I appreciate that. And, yeah, still keep that human, just still being connected with everyone and while see, not being allowed to, which is really neat. Yeah, and that that's cool that it's showing another side of video games. Like I was just saying, hopefully out of this, we see that there is a brighter side to games than just violence and anger and frustration and, you know, like guns. Because um, there is. But yeah, so that was our uplifting message brought to you by John, cameraman John. Huh? What? Yeah. In Japan, in Minecraft. <laughs> in Japan, yeah. They, yeah. they want to do this in the right. action. Let's move on. Okay, so last uh, kind of news topic here on the docket is uh, Steam Game Festival, um, which I believe, so typically there's kind of like a game festival thing, uh, games that are going to be like showcased at GDC. Um, but of course, because of the cancellation of GDC, uh, that's not happening anymore. So um, it's now being hosted on Steam, where you can find 40 plus new games um, and you can check them out. There, uh, have any of you guys checked them out? Have not. It looks like. Um... Are they going to be free or heavily discounted or a mixture of both? That's I think you get demos. Oh, it's going to be demos. Okay. So yeah. that would be cool. Dem- and give you demos, plenty of yeah. stuff to do right now. Yeah. Um, yeah, exactly. With everybody stuck inside, you have time to go check out some demos of some new indie games. Did you want to that... talk about the topic up above uh the COVID-19 stuff or were we not into that? No, nah, we can skip that one. So we'll move on from that. But talking about indie games and all that stuff, we'll make it into our indie game quickie. Uh, it will not be as quick today because there is a lot of indie game stuff going mm-hmm. on right now. Oh my just God, Because yeah. of the fact that uh, everyone's trying to find things to do like we were just talking about. And I feel yeah. like the indie market is to the rescue with that. Um, right, and of course there was the Nintendo Indie World Showcase, which was very cool this week. I yeah. I watched it on my lunch, and I was surprised at how well they put something together so quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, from that, um, there was an announcement of a happiness, cyanide and happiness. Why did you write it like that? Happiness. And I, I thought it was happiness. And 
No, it's cyanide. And cyanide, yeah. It's like, that's um, a, that was announced. Anyway, a long time it's ago. a cyanide happiness adventure game. Um, yeah. Of course. Oh, yeah. um, if you don't know, Cyanide Happiness is like a web animated kind of uh, series. I'm going to say um, in my defense, I was eating my pho at the time. Ooh, pho. That's fine. Anyway. It was disgusting. It was... It was oh, no. Oh, that's unfortunate. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Um, yeah, it uh, kind of was giving me um, like... Uh, Stick of Destiny, yeah. St- yeah. yeah, Stick of Truth, Truth, yes, thank you. Uh, that- vibes. Welcome to misname everything. Yeah, right. <laughs> I don't think it, uh, or at least in like the trailer, they didn't show any like combat necessarily. Um, so it looks like it's going to be kind of more of an ad- adventure game Pointy where you're like solving puzzles. Adventure. Yeah. So, um, but I think it's going to be hilarious. I saw a lot of the stuff that I did see. I was like, oh, that's kind of funny, and that definitely reminds me of the the YouTube show or series. yeah yeah i a lot of a lot of good uh cyanide and happiness uh, animations so hopefully that is kind of translated into the game as well um so yeah interesting to see that on um the nintendo indie world showcase considering I, I kind of consider Side Night Happiness to be a little edgy. Wait, what, mature. Was that actually on it? That was on yeah, it, yes. it was. It was I was surprised. Oh. There was blood. There was oh, wow. some like, inappropriate yeah. stuff. And I was just like, yeah, I'm, I'm surprised. But I guess they're trying to reach every audience. So well, that's cool. So that means Nintendo picked them up, right? Because I, I remember they had a Kickstarter for that like a long uh, time ago. Well, no, not necessarily. Oh, okay. I think it's just kind of part of it. Right, showing yeah i kind of think the indie world showcase is more just to show off games that are going to be on the switch yeah well i mean at least they have more eyes on it so that's cool yeah um yeah i had no idea that it was a thing so i didn't uh, either i saw that i was like i sat there for a few minutes and i was just like wait isn't that that thing on youtube and i looked up like oh yeah cyanide happiness that was hilarious shit so i thought they were kind of like just using that art style or that idea that like concept but when i found yeah, out it was like oh john's gonna be happy about this but of course he already yeah. knows about it yeah they just finished uh, the kickstarter for their new card game too trial by oh, trial a new new card game uh, yeah new card game new, new. uh what was the other different. one called that garrick has um what was that? uh i think it was just a sign that in happiness Game? No, Are it has you? a specific. Oh, uh, something. I don't know. Anyhow, check out the other Cyanide and Happiness card game. It's it's pretty good. Uh, it oh, does joking have some... hazard. Cho- uh, joking, joking hazard. Uh, yeah. It does have printing issues though. At least the first couple hundred did because Garrett got one of them and it would like the yeah they smudged. Ching. Oh, sucks. Smudging. So that was kind of shitty. And That's so when you try to look at the cards now, they're a little smudged. But, um. Anyhow, so yeah, check out that when it comes out. I definitely will take a look at it because I, I, I thought it was, it's a cool idea. Um, sure. Next one. Yeah, moving on. Uh, the last campfire. Um, this is the next game being developed by Hello Games, uh, of course, the developers between, uh, behind No Man's Sky and Joe Danger. Um, it looks like a really kind of atmospheric, um, like ambient uh, 
puzzle adventure game. Reminds me a lot of Ico for anyone that played that on the PS2 um, and the PS3 remaster, which mm-hmm. is the predecessor to Shadow of the Colossus. Gameplay was completely different in the two games. Reminds me a little bit of that, but it also gives me a little bit of a Wind Waker feel. Uh, yeah, I was going to say definitely kind of some Zelda, like GameCube Zelda vibes there. So it might be an interesting one to check out. Uh, there's not a whole lot on it yet. I feel like it's still kind of it's in its early release stages or early information stages. I didn't really look up gameplay, but I saw the trailers and stuff. Um, it looks like it will be cool. I feel like a lot of people will like it. It'll be an interesting like adventure dungeon crawler type game. Yeah. And it's uh, it's interesting to see like the next thing from Hello Games being another kind of like small indie type of thing after the kind of like yeah, big, I think they got burnt out from that <laughs> like crazy thing that No Man's Sky was. Like with that being said, I don't know the last time you guys played No Man's Sky, but um, I've actually quite enjoyed No Man's Sky it after they cool, kind of got though. the ball rolling and some of the updates and stuff like that. Well, even when they uh, they uh, announced it during um, E3, was it 2017 was the first time we saw it? No, it was earlier than that, I think. It's just, uh, no matter when they released it, whenever I saw it, I was like, that's a very ambitious project. Yeah. I yeah. thought the same thing. <laughs> and it felt like that. And I, since I didn't play it, I don't really know, but does it feel like they actually pulled off what they were trying to do? Um, After many yeah. updates, probably. Well it depends on what your definition of trying to do is right because i think the the problem that happened with no man's sky is people's expectations of what the game was got kind of wild um and uh Sean Murray wasn't good at like tempering those expectations because yeah. he's not he's not very good at he's not like, a PR talking. person. <laughs> yeah, he's not a PR person. He's not very good at talking in like the interviews and stuff like that. Um, and he's not very good at saying like no to things and giving definitive answers and stuff like that. So um, people expected a lot more out of No Man's Sky on release than I think was ever intended with the game. But, but with set those expectations with having a big like, right no you're absolutely right um so i i think a better question is have they met the expectations of players and i think yeah for the most part like the game now has uh like base building and a like kind of tower type of thing that you can go to it has multiplayer so you play with other people and see other people um it has like multiplayer missions that you can go on um like it's there's a lot more there than there was on release that's good well yeah i'm glad that they got to that point but uh yeah last campfire Uh, keep an eye out for that one i think it'll be cool Mm -hmm. i think it'll be cool We'll see what happens. Um, the next one, Quantum League, you actually pointed out, Joey. I I saw the the trailer that was inside of the indie game 
uh, right. Nintendo indie game video, but I had no idea what it was, and I was just so lost on it. So why don't you? Explain? And it was short. It wasn't very long. It was short, but there's so much to that game, and I didn't realize yeah. until I started watching the gameplay. But if you want to tell everybody, like what? Yeah. So it. basically, it's a like one v one or two v two arena shooter that's round based and uh every round you like create a ghost that will like persist into the next round oh that's really neat okay yeah so it's kind of hard to explain but it's kind of like a strategy game of like figuring out like going one way and then like figuring out where the other person's going to go and figuring out going to try to counter them i think the actual like goal is to stand on this like middle platform um to like score a point because it's kind of got that like you know a similar vibe like aesthetic vibe to like rocket league of this like cyber future sport is this going to be free to play do you know I don't know. I feel like it I don't would lend so. itself well to that. But, um, and I think it's out on PC right now. Like, I think there are places that you can play it currently. Um, but, of course, they showed it off for Switch during the Indie World Showcase, and I believe it's probably coming to the other consoles as well. Um, would make sense. Uh, but, yeah, it, I don't know. It looks like a neat... Um, interesting idea looks complicated too though yeah so it's gonna have a a very high learning curve yeah it's an open beta on steam right now oh so maybe it's something we could take a look at Uh, i'm re-watching the trailer i I still don't really yeah until it wasn't really really clear clear to me i was just you should watch a game you should watch an actual like match of it and that it'll click after you watch a match of it right yeah yeah after the first like three minutes of watching one i was just like oh that's what you mean by the ghost is gonna be there yeah because when i was watching trailer i was like oh you're making holograms what's what's yeah or it's like an ability i'm like how the hell can two different people in the same game rewind like how do you get taking turns making a rewind but then when i saw the gameplay i was like oh okay it happens every round and it's like individual instances of your life happening yeah i guess that's the best way to say it Uh, that's neat so it's interesting we'll see uh, we'll see where it goes we'll see um if it gets an interaction um moving on to the next one uh feria is that how you pronounce this yeah so this one's really cool actually um I wish I could think of the name of it. It was from the same people that made Minecraft, made a card game that was like Scrolls. 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 Yes, thank you. It was very interactive um, card game. And so this is even, I'd say it's close, if not more interactive. So it's another card game where you're taking up plots of land on um, hexagons and interacting with the environment and building it towards each other to fight. Uh, it, I don't even know how to explain it. It's weird. There's terrain and everything on the field. So, and then are you like moving units? That I is it like a game board kind of? Fully no. I it's kind of weird. I probably should have done a little bit more research on it, but like it's it looks okay. like it's a mixture of magic with scrolls because right here I'm reading it and it says like you can create 
land. And so as you put down mm-hmm. the land, you can create like a forest and things that are stronger in the forest will get buffed in that space. Right. So you right. you and the opposite player are building the board together in order to make units. So I'm assuming, yes, oh, okay. you do move them towards each and other. It, yeah, it definitely looks like you're like putting them on the board and moving around the board. That's interesting. It reminds me a lot of um, – did you guys ever play Yu-Gi-Oh! Duelist of the Roses? I believe so. Is that the one with the, the dice? It's no, it's the one that is a like tactical strategy game where you're like putting the cards down. You're like doing the cards still, but you're putting them down on the board and you're moving them across the terrain and stuff like that. I feel like I have played that one because like anything pre 2012, I played almost all the Yu Gi Oh's. Yeah, so I probably did. It would have came out in probably like 2002 or something like that. I probably played it then, but that game's cool. The Dungeon Dice Monsters was my jams. I totally love that game. Yeah, that's different. That's a different game. No, I know, but it was in the Yu-Gi-Oh universe. Yeah, yeah. And I love that. I wish they would re-release that because I don't even know what console is for. I wonder if I still even have it, but I played that game for hours on end and loved every minute of it anyhow off tangent feria i i intrigued to see if that will be a decent one yeah. or if it's going to be over convoluted if you're into card games that are like a little bit more than just you know like hearthstone just playing cards against each other you know what i mean i have been looking for something to fill the void in my heart that like was those strategy games so i'm hoping because when i saw this one there was some sort of like click in my head that made me feel like it might be uh so we'll see just throw the multiplayer game of civ 5 no i can't do so i fall asleep let's do it do it do it a game is painful to me like by the first half hour i'm already zoned out watching a video on youtube oh my goodness that's fine you can just be a bad nation that we'll have to (laughs) take care of you can fall behind and we'll just be strong and take care of you no, oh, what ends up happening is him. you guys just conquer my area, and then I'm just like, "No, we yeah. wouldn't conquer your area. That's not cool. Oh. It's mean, well, right? Yeah." And then I come mean. back, and I'm like, "Oh, what happened to all my units? Whatever. I'm gonna continue I shouldn't watching, have been my watching YouTube that video. YouTube. Yeah, that's the problem. Well, no, because then at that point, I don't give a shit if I died because you, you gotta do think fun. You gotta think three steps ahead. No, four steps ahead. It's fine, whatever. Well, me and John will play Civ. Oh, yeah. Hats off to all of you that can play Civ without wanting to kill yourself. I'm like 100 hours deep into a Civ game right now. It turned like 1400. Holy Jesus crap. Christ. I got to get back to it. I haven't played in a while. Yeah, you guys go Love ahead and do that shit. shit. I'll play some PSO2 while you're on it. Anyhow. Anyway, Faria. Uh, it looks like a pretty neat card game. You should go check it out. Uh, another game that I just found out about that uh, kind of uses cards. Uh, it's a game called Fights in Tight Spaces. So, oh, sounds like you're going to fight in tight spaces in that game. Yeah, it's right. Cool. And uh, it's, it's funny because it's semi-related to Faria in some way. Yeah, so it uh, based on the trailer, it looks kind of like you're you play a dude, you're on kind of a grid... You have opponents on it and you have like a hand of cards 
and the cards are different like moves that you can do so there'd be like a punch or a self buff or a move or like you can like push the opponent or you can like swap places with them um and it appears like after you beat a room you get a new card to add to your deck um and yeah and you go room to room um and and play through the game um i thought it looked really really neat um it kind of gave me some uh like uh reminded me of like the hitman go and like laura croft go games um so yeah it looks cool what do you guys think uh i probably would try it just depending on how much it costs or if it's free um I don't think it's a game I can sink a lot of time into personally because I'm just, yeah, it's not my type of thing, but it does look like a cool concept and I do like the aesthetics. So I'd at least try it. I feel like it's going to be, do you know if it's mobile or PC? Um, that I don't know. Um, I'm if trying it's to mobile, figure that I can out see right this now. Being definitely like a game. Right. Version of Bejeweled. Yeah. Seems like yeah, like on the go kind of quick. Match. Yeah, I was definitely thinking that. Um, it's on PC. Oh, uh, huh. I mean, even yeah. it would still be good for streamers and stuff like Steam. that for in between loading games and stuff. You could play. Right, it this. definitely looks like a good type of game for I'm sitting in queue for League. Let me play this little game for a little bit. Right. Yeah, it looks cool. I, I think it will do totally turn based. Well. You can just be like, all right, my queue is done. I'm going to stop for a second, go do my game and then come back to it. Right. Um, I think that's oh. pretty much it. Unless if anyone wants to add something and then we'll move on to the, why should John get segment? Yeah, what is the what should John get segment this week? Oh, you guys um, John should probably, or what John should get, Teamfight Tactics, I believe, just to try it out. Okay, all right. Um, yeah, you can get on John. With you that. should get Teamfight Tactics. You should try it just because one, I don't think you played an auto chess game, and I feel like they're this cool. Is one of the ones to start out with. Uh, the you second, probably like them. You might. And second thing would be the fact that it actually brings you into the right universe without having to play League of Legends. Oh, no. You get to learn all the characters. <laughs> oh, no. Not necessarily. Uh, the third thing would Little be, sticks. since Pokemon Go right now is kind of in a, a rough spot, I feel like this will be a good oh. replacement for you. Speak for yourself. It's like it's, to play on bustling. it's bustling right now for me. I just go out to the park and do take a run, and I can catch a shit ton of Pokemon. And, and number four, why the fuck not? It's free because I've already said that before, but uh, takes up my phone space. But it's free, uh, and my... you can delete it if you don't like it. That is true. So is I'd say true. So let's let's get this for next time, viewers. Can we get him to play at least five? Games five, of team five, five games tactics team get through tactics. the so that's basically getting through the tutorial and then playing a few games either against the computer or people i don't know if you can play against computers so at least four regular games after the tutorial how about that just try it see if you uh, like it sure, and, why not? To us and let us know what you think um 
And once again, remember that if you did not pre-register, it actually will be available tomorrow, 319. Oh, so that, okay. That doesn't really matter. Um, oh, cool. Is, is there like a mod where you can like change the characters out to something more interesting? No. How do you know they're not interesting? Okay. Uh, I don't know. Just, I don't know, man. He, just <laughs> he, hates, he hates the league more than anything. And I feel like your gripe is not with the characters or the archetypes or any of the lore. I feel like it's your gripe is with the gameplay. So you just need a different way in. Yes. And I feel like this might be it for him. Is he still alive? Right. I heard a click. So I'm wondering if his mic died. But well, well, we'll end it on that then. John might be dead. Uh, but we'll have him check in if he's still alive with Teamfight Tactics next mm-hmm. week and give everyone his opinions. Uh, see what's up with that. But uh, later, peeps. Yep, that's been our show. Thank you guys for listening, and we'll catch you in the next one. Flame me off, Johnny. Ow.